The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network. For a full list of our shows, as well as breaking sports news and engaging feature stories, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com. Yeah, welcome to another episode of Get Paid, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy, gambling, and daily fantasy. We are proud partners of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network, and through that partnership, you can also find us, stream us, download us, anything you want to do to us on Podcast One. You are listening to Sean and Brad. Brad, what's going on, my buddy? What's up, Sean? How you doing, brother? Good, man. Hey, man, it's Super Bowl week, so uh, that's what we've been waiting for. You know, it's so funny how, how fast the season goes, all right? Yeah, it's really wild, man. It seems to go faster and faster every year. I know. It's because we're getting older and older every year. It's like, I remember yeah. we started, I think we're, this is like our 33rd episode, maybe our, yeah, our 33rd episode of Get Paid, wow. which means we've been doing this for 33 weeks already. It, it really hasn't seemed like that long, but time flies, man, when the no, football season No, not at all. Out. Yeah, and it was a wild year, man. It was uh, one for the ages. Yeah, it was um, you know, the emergencies, uh, the emergence of the young quarterbacks. You had Mahomes, you know, golf doing his thing now. I saw, by the way, there are a couple of weird stats, not weird, but interesting stats I'll throw up. So golf is now the fastest number one overall pick to make the Super Bowl, which is yeah. interesting because this is his third season. I guess there were four other quarterbacks um, that got there in their fourth year. I'm assuming Marino was one of those four, but I can't even think of who the others would be. Peyton Manning? Um, I think it took him longer than four years, though. John Elway, that could be Elway. Elway is a good guess. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll uh, maybe I'll go back and uh, and look into that. Elway is probably a really good one. Maybe um, well, I guess Elway did Elway come out the same years like Marino and and Jim Kelly and all that like crazy th- really good class. <laughs> I think so, but he did go first, correct? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I, he must I'm have. I, Baltimore picked him first, and they traded him to the to the Broncos for nothing. Okay, and uh, uh, Eli Manning, he didn't go first, did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, Eli? Yeah, Eli did, now that I think about it. So, yeah, he could have gone. This is interesting off the cuff. You know, it could be somebody like Terry Bradshaw, Brian Gracie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, could be, it could be any of the Frank Arkenstein, who the hell knows. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so what are we going to talk about today? Obviously, we're going to talk about uh, the Super Bowl uh, because that's what's going on. Um, but also, so we have a couple of interesting things, too. So uh, BovadaSportsBook.com released their prop bets. So I have a, a list, Brad. I'm just going hit, to hit you with them live. I have like a list of, gosh, it seems like 20, uh, give or take. So I'm going to hit you with those live uh, in a little bit. I do want to talk about, so Brad, we talked more about the championship games last week than we did about the actual Super Bowl and the matchup. Um, so I want to talk about the Super Bowl and kind of what you think is going to happen. Um, you know, talk about matchups and all that stuff, and then we'll get into our official picks and our uh, daily fantasy stuff. Uh, so if you're good with that, I think we can probably just get rolling on um, on the matchup itself. How do you feel about that, buddy? Sounds good, brother. All right. So um, you know, I guess broad strokes. I'll hit you with another stat that I saw. Um, I was watching, I think, NFL uh, Network last night and said Tom Brady as a as a full season starting quarterback. Right. So he had that year where he didn't start the full season because I think he blew his knee out in in like week one. So in seasons where he started the full year, he has made the Super Bowl in um, in like 52 point, let's say nine, 52 point nine percent of the time. So in over the half of the seasons where he's been the starter, he's made the Super Bowl. Can you believe that? Uh, well, I mean. <clears throat> I can only believe that this stat is true because I've been astounded by all the other uh, exemplary statistics that have, have come across lately. You know, we know this is his ninth time 
You know, like I've already wrapped my head around all this lunacy. That's basically what it is. Like, how is he the only one that manages to do it? And all the other quarterbacks that maybe are more talented or have a better arm or whatever the case may be, they, they can't quite seem to even come close to this level of, of excellence. It's nuts. And I'll, I'll give you a couple numbers. So that stat, I, I forgot if it was it could be because I didn't write it down. I just saw it. Um, but I know that I'm right. It's, it's, it's 52 plus. So it's, let's just say it's 52.9%. Like I thought. It might be 52.7 or something like that. That stat is higher than Terry Bradshaw's career completion percentage. Can you believe <laughs> I like that? that? Wow. And, well, and then um, it's that. also higher than Michael Jordan's career field goal percentage. Oh, my God. That I is a crazy that one either. Um, and I, so I, we had a special edition, uh, Brad, I know you know this and our, our, you know, our regular listeners know this too. So we had a, a Pat Lane, um, from Patriot Nation podcast from SB Nation. We had him on, uh, in a special edition. I just wanted to get hit because I talked to him so often, um, you know, all the functional sports of Hulk. I thought, yeah, let's bring him on, get his thoughts on the Super Bowl. And, um, off the air, we were talking because he and I are, we're talking about doing a book together, um, in the off season, you know, just talk about how crazy this, um, this this dynasty can you what, there has to be something more than a dynasty when you're talking about this team right there has to be something yeah. more descriptive for how just crazy this has been because it's yeah. like three dynasties rolled into one yeah i mean but i see what you're saying but i think the the thing that keeps it as one solid dynasty is the fact that it's always been belichick and brady sure even though all the other parts have moved like they're really the the only two that have remained and have kept it so i i see what you're saying because it's uh, it spans two decades and uh, different waves of football and different brands of football, and they managed to have always just been there. Yeah, and it's like three different cycles because you had that early one with um, you know young Brady, where they're winning with defense and running the ball, and then you know they started to. And, you know, it had been a while, and then they kind of started getting into the AFC Championship game, but maybe not getting over the hump. You had those two Giants games. I think they, um, then you know, they were around, and then boom, you got this next one where it's just like just you know greatness. It's it's crazy. But so Pat told me off the air um, that Brady, I think this is his ninth Super Bowl in like seventeen seasons, and then he said like the last. I forgot what it was, and I'm sorry I didn't write this down either, but he said something like the last four Hall of Fame quarterbacks elected, right? Last four qu- quarterbacks elected to the Hall of Fame. I think they had like 76 combined seasons, give or take, and yep. I think they made like six Super Bowls or won <laughs> six Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Brady, oh my gosh. And if he wins this, he'll have more Super Bowl rings than uh, than any other player in NFL history. I think wow. they're, they're a handful with five, but Brady would be the only one with six. So it's just... The longevity there is crazy. But anyway, so let's talk about the game a little bit. Uh, we, we talked a little bit last week, just very, very briefly, about the McVay versus Belichick um, angle, um, which I think is just incredible because Belichick went to the Super Bowl his second season. Belichick really, um, which I don't think he gets enough credit for, he really built the um, the then Cleveland Browns, which became the Baltimore Ravens, but he built the franchise that won the Super Bowl for the Ravens. Um, mm, Ozzie Newsom took over. Sorry? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ozzie Newsom took over. So I don't want to take anything away from Ozzie Newsom because he certainly had his hand in it. But Belichick put that infrastructure in place. He drafted a lot of the players, and the the season that they drafted, I think it was it was definitely Ray Lewis, but I think it was they picked up like Ray Lewis and Ed Reed in the same draft. They used mm. Belichick's draft board. 
<laughs> for for that you know for that um that off season when they when they moved to Baltimore and you know they won the Super Bowl a couple years later and Belichick by the way was doing really well um in Cleveland before they moved and that whole thing was announced so this whole thing could have been happening it's just you know another another history of Cleveland kind of like nut kick to that whole uh, that whole fan base of course, which I'm sorry to of say course. But, um, you know, Belichick doesn't get enough credit for what he did in Cleveland, but he goes to New England, uh, takes that team to the Super Bowl in his second season. Well, McVay comes to the Rams, who, by the way, if you're Jeff Fisher today, what do you got to be thinking about yourself, Brad? I, I, I mean, if you're Jeff Fisher, I mean, he basically just was running this team into the ground. How do you feel about yourself? How's your self-esteem today if you're Jeff Fisher, Brad? Yeah, it's probably similar to mine, you know, deflated <laughs> and apathetic and really just wanting to go to sleep. Um yeah, he's he's eating the big one, right? I mean, yeah. Jared Goff looked terrible with him. And I guess, you know, it was his first year, so there's growing pains. But he looked like a completely different guy than he does now. You know, right now, Jared Goff looks like a, a young Tom Brady. He, he kind of throws similarly, plays similarly, you know. And, um, yeah, he's eating the big one. I would say I would say at this stage in his career, golf. This is his third season. I think he's better today. I might have said this last week on on this show or maybe Functional Sports Hall. I can't remember which podcast I said it on, but I think golf today is better than Tom Brady was when he won the Super Bowl. I think so as well. I do too. And I think that's fair. But I, I think you could have said that about a lot of quarterbacks. You know, I don't think that's. You know, it's like these these tangibles that that right catch our eye with everybody else, whether it be Cam Newton's size or, or, you know, quickness or running ability or whatever, the, whatever the case may be. Like there's a lot of good quarterbacks with a lot of good attributes, but for some reason, Brady just, I don't know, man, he just knows how to win. I mean, that's like, and, and what do you want more than that? Yeah, and and for that matter, hey, Patrick Mahomes is better today than Brady was when he was, uh, you know, and and we saw what happened last week. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to make this this game interesting <laughs> because I know yeah. both of you, you both of us are leaning the same way. But there's a lot of interesting stuff. But the McVay one, I, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Uh, I just think that McVay is going to be able to dial up plays, scheme receivers open. I think that um, you know the the golf thing is interesting. I don't know how golf is going to respond to this pressure. Um, if I were him, I would take like uh, you know some Xanax before the game, though. Try to keep himself even killed. Yeah, no kidding. It'll be like weekend at Bernie's out there. Somebody's just gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. pulling the That's how I would be, man. I'd be, yeah, I'd be yeah. pounding every single downer I could get just to get my heart rate under control. I mean, like we said, you know that he he came out a little gun shy at the in the championship game, mm-hmm. you know. So either that's what we're gonna see again, or maybe he got it out of him. You know, maybe he realized that he can play in a big game and respond very well, and he'll just kind of slide right in. All right, so let's say um, let's just get to uh, to the picks here. So let me let me ask you, how do you think the game's going to go? Let's say first half, and then break it down the rest of the game. You know, do you think the Patriots are going to come out hot? Do you think they're just going to kind of you know tiptoe around each other, try to start slow and then finish hot, almost like that that Chiefs Patriots game last week? Um, and you could say also say the Rams um, Saints game. I shouldn't say last week; it was two weeks ago. Uh, you know, I think that the, the what I see from the Patriots often is like they'll come out and. And they'll look slow, you know, they'll even maybe have a four point um, or, you know, be down by four at the half. But but it, it's a chess game. You know, it's a it's an, a complete game. So even though they're down four, they've already set up and have, um, you know, enlisted other things into their strategy. So it's like it's just a complete 60 minutes. And by the end of the game, they're going to find some way to be ahead. And I don't know what what would lead me to think otherwise. 
Sure. I mean, and we, they had two losses in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Sean. And 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 both were were by by miracle plays. Yeah. You know that that actually shouldn't have happened. They did, but they really shouldn't have. <laughs> you know, like those two grabs. You know, the the Manningham one on the helmet that was a little bit more egregious than the the great throw by by Eli the the following couple of years. But but still, yeah. I, I think, but no, Manningham. Team. Manningham was that one that dance um, tapped down on the sideline. It was a uh, oh, Tyree. Was a Tyree. Tyree. Yeah. Sorry. Tyree yeah, was the helmet. It was a good play. It wasn't an unlikely play, but it was a good play. And then the Tyree one is the one I'm referring to. That was complete luck. You know? Yeah. And you're also missing a loss there. Last year's loss to the the. Uh, but I, I'll also I'll throw another play into that mix. That uh, we talked about it last week. Um, the Alshon Jeffrey catch that really in terms of the 2017 rules probably wasn't a catch i think it was yeah so uh, you know it, you could you could throw that in there but uh, to your point though i think you made this point last week all the super bowls have been close for the yeah, okay. uh, for the patriots um you know they've all been within a touchdown i think um you know one went to overtime that falcons game a couple years ago and uh and you know, certainly gosh i mean how many of these games have gone down to the last play um you had you had Most the of them. The field goals at the end of the game, the uh, the the Panthers won. You had obviously the Rams won the last time they played at the turn of the century. There, yeah, the Seahawks, Seahawks the right at the last throwing the ball. Yep. So I mean, these games are pretty close. And then you had Brady uh, in all of these uh, situations. You had Brady coming down the field with a chance to take the lead again. I remember there was that first Giants game. He threw it. He threw a bomb to Randy Moss that almost got completed. You remember that? Um, I don't remember that. No, it, it, go back and watch the highlights. It'll be it, it'll it will interest you to see how close he was to coming down with the pass. It was like a seventy-five yard pass, and I remember that because um, I remember Aaron like his he, he threw like a, a an in route to Aaron Hernandez or something. I think that was the the first Giants Super Bowl, and it hit him right like right in the breadbasket, and he dropped it, and uh, and that like really just kind of put them behind for the rest of the drive. If he had caught that, they were kind of be going to be kind of be on their way to maybe getting a field goal. But anyway, um, so, I, I, yeah, I agree, man. I think that the Patriots going to win. So, let's see. Bovada had them today before the start of the show. Bovada had them at Pats. It was Pats minus three. Oh. Um, given how close these uh, these Super Bowls have been, are you going to take the Pats with that angle? Uh, I am going to take the Pats, yeah. You know, what I like to do really is, is tease, but I don't like to tease over-unders. That's that's not my my deal. Mm. It, it doesn't appeal to me very much. So I think I'm just gonna let it ride and take the pass straight up, swallow the points. That's what I did. I got them in. Uh, uh, Bavada had them last week at two and a half. So I got in early, thinking oh, that the, nice. the public bit them up. But you know, um, it, it, we'll see because all my analytics. And I should say this because this is more of an analytical math show during the regular season. And for all our regular listeners, I tend to put that stuff away during the uh, during the playoffs because a couple of key reasons why. One is the officiating changes, um, mm. and I'm all about you know standardization. That's why I love betting NFL because you know the the, the teams play um, regular opponents, right? All your divisional teams you generally know because they carry 14 common games in the schedule. Um, but once you start to get into the playoffs, you know, the, the adrenaline for the players starts ratcheting up. We get, saw this famously year after year with Peyton Manning. He would get the happy feet. Brad and I, we've already talked about Jared Goff. Um, and then officiating, you know, they tend to let, uh, officials tend to let a lot more hands from the defensive backs into the receivers. And Belichick always takes advantages of that. That's right, why you, you right. get in the playoffs, man, famously like Belichick, you'll see they're going to be physical with these Rams receivers early and they're not right. going to have any flags thrown on them. 
You know, so. and we've been talking about the brilliance of the Patriots, but you know that the uh, McVay, he's 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 almost like a protege in a way, right? Like he's got a lot of that in him. So I, you know, I I think that he can spend most of the day going back and forth with Bill and the gang. Uh, but I, I just feel like at the end of the day, um, you know, Bill, the great one, the evil one, he's gonna come out ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to take the Pats too. So you and me are both locked in there. I know you say you don't like betting the over-under, but it's at 57 today. Um, again, I just looked at Bovada. So what do you have um, What do you have for there? Do you think it's going to be a high-scoring affair? Do you think it's going to be kind of uh, lower scoring as they jab in the first and second quarter maybe? You know, I actually think it would be an over. If I had to bet one way or another, I think it would go over. I think, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny because let's say the – the Patriots are controlling it, you know. Uh, if all of a sudden the Rams got hot, then the Patriots would just counter with that. You know what right. I mean? Then they would just put up three touchdowns in a quarter. You know, it, it's like they will they will do anything to have to to win. They'll change the strategy on the fly. They, you know. Yep. And and if they need if they were down two touchdowns, well, you'll turn around five minutes later and the game's tied. They're like a chameleon team, man. They can play they any are, style of ball. They are. And I don't want to sit here and slurp them, right? But, I mean, what else can I do? I've been seeing this for so long now, and I, I think they deserve a little slurping. It's going to be interesting in a couple of years when neither Belichick or Brady will be there. I mean, we're in oh, the end. Man. Yeah, yeah, we're at the end. You know, whether it's one, two, three years, we're at the end. And, uh, right, what's going to happen to them? And, um you know what? I don't think it matters. They've enjoyed such success for so long that even if they had a few years of downtime, whatever. Yeah. You and know, they were great. There are, there are like 25-year-olds who probably don't have any memory of the NFL before, you know, before yeah. this uh, this coaching and quarterback tandem was there. So that's just it's good for them, man. Not, yeah, not necessarily you know, for the non-Patriots fans. Like, I'm not a Patriots fan at all. I don't like them, but... You know, you got to give respect where respect is due. As, as we've always said all season long, as we've been, even in the preseason preview, I mean, you just got to respect them um, for their to. ability to win. You know, I saw I saw this thing, you know, it it was just like a funny meme, and it was Tom Brady uh, on that 2 Super Bowl win, you know, when they beat the Rams, and the Rams were the greatest show on turf. And it just showed like a child, uh, Sony Michelle, Gronkowski, and uh, one other player watching, you know, like (laughs) on blankets in their living room, you know, (laughs) that's basically what it was, man. I mean, that's what it was because that was, oh, two is what, 16, 17 years ago. So Gronkowski's 28, you know, he was a kid. Yeah. He was 11, just like the rest of those guys. (laughs) Isn't that wild? I know, man. So weird. Uh, and you know what and you know what the brilliance of brady is 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 he can be 40 41 and he can be the most successful uh male to ever exist on the planet yet he relates to all these guys you know like he he can grind with them and get them pumped and and they seem to all like him and respect him i mean he's a rarity like that he is a rarity somebody who's who's such an intense competitor but doesn't necessarily he's not corrosive against teammates like they all love him Everybody. I mean, have you have we in the in the twenty years or whatever it is, have we ever heard anyone come out and say, you know, that guy's full of himself and he needs to quit barking at yep. me or, or he needs to own his mistakes? I think he's owned every single mistake he has ever made. God, I love him. I, <laughs> I love him. You love him and you hate him. Yeah, right. You know, I I, I got to be honest, dude. I actually don't hate him at all, and I it, I'm surprised that I don't. It's just like. He doesn't have an ounce of arrogance. I don't see it anyway. 
even if he showed one once one slip of arrogance, I'd be like, that guy, right? <laughs> but uh, he just seems to be on the level, man. Super humble, even after all this. Yeah, I can't I can't argue against that. And I'm I'm just trying to think of different sports stars. Um, you know, the the closest one I can think of is maybe Favre. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like you think about Michael Jordan who famously was just like on top of his players and you know his his teammates in practice and you know they would they would get annoyed with him you think about LeBron James but he doesn't have that same killer instinct he just doesn't you know he's right. he's great and and like we'll, we'll talk about LeBron James as we start talking about other sports after the Super Bowl and everything but I, I love LeBron James I'm a big fan of him but He's not. Look, man. He's not the killer instinct guy, right? No, um, he's not. Right. Kobe That's Bryant. People hated Kobe Bryant. Um, trying to think of Aaron Rodgers. We talked about him. You know, players. You know, kind of get on his nerves. Well, maybe Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, like his players, kind of liked him. But again, you know, you're talking about people who can close the door and and win the the championship so much. It's it's rare, man. It's rare to yeah. find that that combination. So certainly. Oh, so let me ask you. So. Getting back to the game, um, we're, we're both on the Patriots. You said you're probably on the over. I'm actually um, getting back to my analytical bit there. My analytics are telling me Rams by four. Um, okay. Well, actually, it's telling me Rams by one, but they're getting three points. It says Rams by four. Um, I am going against that, first of all, if that wasn't already obvious. I already said I'm taking the Patriots. I'm going against that because I think golf is, you know, golf isn't projected to throw a lot of interceptions. And I, th- I have a feeling that golf is going to throw two picks. Um, I think the Patriots will force him into that. He's been a little tight. Um, you know, it, it, we talked about it la- uh, with the Saints game uh, in our last podcast. We talked about how he missed some runs, uh, run after catch uh, opportunities. He didn't quite hit his receivers in stride there. Um, I think that's going to be an impact. But to start the game, I think the Patriots, you know, I think they're going to start running the ball and then we'll see where it goes. But I think the Patriots are going to are going to go into halftime with the lead. Do you agree with me, Brad? Uh, you know what? I don't disagree. I, I guess I what I'm saying is I could I could see that happening. You know, there, there's a small sliver in me that that just sees them coming out hot and kind of owning the day. You know, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. like just kind of being in control the entire way. It, like uh, there's just a part of me that thinks they could dominate this entire game. Yeah. I don't think that they're – I think there's there's two possibilities. It's close and the Patriots come out ahead or they dominate the entire way. I don't think the, the Rams will put it on them for the entire day. I think that's the least probable outcome of this entire game. I agree with that. Now let me let me hit you with another line. So I was looking at Bavada today. This isn't a, a prop bet. Well, um, it, it's just a first half line, and it's Patriots minus point five for the first half. Mm. I like I don't that think one that's, a lot. Uh, yeah, I like that too, man. I really do. I don't think that's unlikely. Um, I may actually do that. That's pretty. That's a nice. That's line. pretty. Yeah, that's a nice line. It's pretty enticing, right? Like. You know, yeah, here's what I'm thinking, right? And so I agree with you, Brad. I, I those two, those are the two outcomes I see as well. Um, you know, I don't care that the Patriots have played, you know, eight other really close Super Bowls. I don't care about that. Each year is is different. Sure. Um, and I do think that the you know Belichick likes to test the waters a little bit in these Super Bowl games. I, I kind of feel like he he takes the Are you going to beat yourself? approach you know are you going to beat yourself are you guys going to make the mistakes are we even going to have to to get creative right. in the second half i right. do think maybe they'll take that approach but and and you know i i respect the hell out of sean mcveigh and all his coaching but he does have to have players that can execute and Gurley kind of you know having a really crap nfc championship game worries me a little bit golf well, being a point, little yeah. 
fidgety worries me a little bit. I do like Wade Phillips. I like what the defense could potentially do to this offense. I think they could maybe do a little better um, and, and play a little bit better. The, the defense is ratcheting up. You know, they, they were missing Tlaib for most of the season, so maybe they'll have some stuff. But I think in the first half, I see this going for the Rams very similarly to, to how the, the, the Saints game went, where yeah, it man, seemed like the Saints were just in charge. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm I'm kind of on board with that. I, I they were gun shy, right? And they a couple of them really cowered in a big game, mm-hmm. you know. Gurley for example had the worst day of his career, right? And yeah. this game is even bigger. And you know, I, they just lack the experience and out of the two teams that are going to be ready, locked and loaded, who, which one do you think it's going to be, right? Mhm. Absolutely. And, and I you may know, take that first half bet for sure. Yeah, I, I, I actually like that a little bit more than I like the Patriots minus three <laughs> or minus I two know, and a half. I know, I know. I'm looking at these prop bets now. I know, man. I um, So, yeah, go on check it out because Bavada, that point five, I saw that and I couldn't believe it. I thought it would be Patriots minus um, one and a half, you know, because usually you get that that even split or something like that. I saw, I saw point five. I was like, oh, crap. I might actually put more money into my account so they can bet that. But um, yeah, I, I think I think the Patriots will come out. I kind of feel like this game is going to be at halftime, like twenty-one to like six, twenty-one to ten, twenty-one to thirteen, or something like that. But I do, mm-hmm. I think the Patriots get three scores and control the clock. And I think what you'll get is after thirty minutes of football, like Patriots have the ball, like you know, over eighteen minutes of the first half. And the, and the and the Rams will be twelve minus twelve minutes or below, and it would not shock me to see Patriots plus twenty, you know, twenty one to nine or something like that. I just took that point five bet, by the way. <laughs> I just did it, dude. I man, got really excited. Great, I couldn't handle it. It's a great line, man. It's a great yeah. line. So I think that's a lot of value there. It, it really is hard for me to believe that the Rams, given what we've seen in the, in the playoffs in the last two years, that they'll come out and they'll be the ones to to run up the score early. Now I do think the Rams will come back, and it wouldn't even shock me if the Rams actually outscore the Patriots in the second half mm-hmm. but I think the Pats will do most of their damage now if we get into halftime Brad and it's like you know 10 to 10 or something like that it's going to be a really interesting Super Bowl yeah well I think it's going to be interesting either way uh you know if the Rams can even muster a little bit of offense you know and, and get it get it going I think it's going to be interesting either way uh, it could definitely come down to the very end for sure I mean that's not a hot take or anything but I I, I think it could be wild man it could be the biggest Sunday of the year is finally here as the Los Angeles Rams go head-to-head with the New England Patriots in Atlanta. And Podcast One Sportsnet's got your game day coverage. Tune in to the Rich Eisen Show and the Dan Patrick Show for your daily game day analysis from the most iconic sportscasters around as R.J. Bell of R.J. Bell's Dream Preview and the host of the big podcast Shaquille O'Neal come at you live on the ground for the best game day coverage available. Download these shows and more each week on Podcast One Sportsnet or wherever you get your favorite sports podcasts. Oh, hey, you, you know what? We should talk about um, we should talk about Auto Slash a little bit too, Brad. So we had our bet, um, Brad and I. For for everybody who's just kind of listening the f- for the first time, so Brad and I, uh, I, I came across this Auto Slash. Um, this uh, basically this portal you can take if you're looking to rent a car. I think it's the easiest thing. I travel a ton. Brad and it, Brad also travels. We hate renting cars. This website, um, you go on if you if you did a, a a car rental booking anywhere, you can go on and take your confirmation number and track that confirmation number for better deals, or you can just book directly on Autoslash.com. That's probably the easiest way to do it. But Brad and I had to go into, or I should say, we were going into Orlando for the big game for the Super Bowl this coming weekend, and uh, and we're both running a car. So I thought, hey, Brad, look, why don't we take a look? 
um, and uh, you know check and, and see basically who saves the most money. Whoever saves more money against their car rental um, will buy the other person a drink. So if you win the bet, you actually have to buy the other person a drink. So you're kind of losing the bet, but hey, you're, you're, you're making more money in the car rental. So Brad, uh, drum roll, drum roll for our people out there. Brad on his rental, which was originally, I think like 450-ish bucks, give or take, he saved $295 on his car rental <laughs> through yes, sign up with auto slash 295 bucks, which is yeah, just crazy. Awesome. Um, and it was funny. So Brad and I, while we are on the episode, because you get your first uh you get your first um your savings come back like within like five minutes or something so brad and i uh brad i think made his car rental just before the show and during the show i asked him to check it and he's like oh i I saved like i think he was at 250 bucks by that point i'm like are you kidding me because there's no way i was gonna catch it so i knew i was gonna lose i got up to thankfully man i got up to like 180 bucks so brad saved what was it 250 i or two no it was 290 and I saved um, like 150, so we both saved a bunch of money. Brad has to buy me a drink, but the, I would say the bottom line is, hey, if you're out there and you're running cars, Auto Slash is super easy. You just, I mean, if you're like me, because I do a lot of work travel, um, I have to book on my works travel site, but I can take that reservation number and plug it into Auto Slash and save money. Um, and then, you, like I said, you can book on AutoSlash.com as well, which is great. We had some people email us, um, you know. If, from a couple of weeks ago, they emailed us. Uh, we've had a lot of people save 50, 60, 100 bucks. And, uh, you know, if you have to travel quickly, like I said, you know, those, those things get turned around in as quickly as like five minutes because Brad and I have done this a couple of times for ourselves and we've done it. So definitely check that out. Brad, you owe me a drink. I will take, hmm, what will I take? Maybe I'll take a Manhattan or a Long Island iced tea. Or- well, I thought it was up to me to buy you a drink. <laughs> no, I will take, I'll tell you what, just buy me, a, buy me a decent scotch. How about that? Deal. All right, bud. All right, so let's move it over to some daily fantasy stuff. Um, so I did run my analytics, and uh, and you know, they, because DraftKings, we don't have a ton of like games and everything. You tend to get like the showdowns and the kind of the special things. So I'm playing a, a showdown roster, and I'm just going to give every everybody kind of what my uh, my predictions are for the game um, in terms of you know the position and what they'll get, and then I'll uh, I'll give you my my preferred roster as well, and then Brad and I'll get to these prop bets too just after that. But at quarterback, I see Goff getting about 18.6 points. I have Brady at 19.4. Again, this is DraftKings stuff. Um, I have Sony Michelle at 12.5 points. I have uh, White at 18.9 points at running back. So I like White a little bit more than I like the others. I do have Gurley at a 19. I think he's going to bounce back. I, you know, I'm in the minority here, but I think Gurley is going to bounce back after that embarrassing NFC Championship game. You know, I feel like all of his nerves got out, and I think he's just going to play go for broke. I think he'll be around. But I do think CJ Anderson will also be involved. I have him at like around a 10 um, for for daily fantasy, which is an, which is a decent one if you're looking at. Uh, you know, budget type players at, at wide receiver for the Patriots. I have Edelman at a 13.7 Hogan at a 9.8 uh, Dorsett at a 5.8 Patterson is more of a variable guy who knows. Um, but uh, you know, if you're looking for a sleeper, he could be that kind of guy. Um, I have Reynolds for the Rams at 13.7. I like him quite a bit. I think cooks is going to struggle this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's going to be an interesting one, huh, Brad, like cooks against the Patriots, his old team. Yeah, that would be interesting. And, uh, you know, it, 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 I'd like to bring up a topic. What what one thing do you think Belichick is going to try to take away from them the most? I think, think he'll try to take Gurley? away. I think he's going to take away Gurley and uh, and C.J. Anderson and make Goff beat him based on what I've been seeing on tape. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah, you know what? I would have to go there also. It is funny that they do kind of feed off that run game, you know, whether it's Gurley or Anderson. But that's that's quite a two headed monster they got going on over there. I know. But I think they, right. I mean, Anderson comes in and just kind of 
kills it, right? He's he's such a great backup. I know he's like Thunder Man. He looks like a like a heavier Jerome Bettis back there too. He does, right? And he's he's got some wheels too, man. I I like him a lot. And yeah. uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, what is it? I, we were talking about this the other week. Is this like his third or fourth team uh, this season? Like I know he got he got cut loose um, by the the, the Panthers. He got cut loose by the Broncos inexplicably, or I guess unexpectedly. But then we saw, uh, you know, Phil Lindsay and and uh, Royce Freeman doing their thing, so he kind of understood it. But so he went from the Broncos to the Panthers. I think he had some time with the Raiders, like, uh, like maybe a game. He may or something. have. He may have. Yeah, yeah. And then to the Rams. So I think this is his fourth team, and now he finds himself in the Super Bowl. And he was key the last few weeks of the season. Yeah, absolutely key for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, interesting. And then, you know, Cooks, getting back to him, you know, him spending time with the Patriots, um, you know, for a season and a half or two seasons, whatever it was, I just, you know, I have a feeling that they're going to be able to single cover Cooks because, you know, these these Patriots teams, they or this Patriots team, they know him so well. And it's like in preseason, they, you know, they have all this preseason tape where they can watch him and what to do to him. They know how to neutralize him. So that's another thing that kind of stacks in the Patriots' uh, um, yeah, favor. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, Sean, but, I mean, is there any doubt that the Patriots are just going to out-scheme them? I don't think they'll out-scheme them. This is the point. This is the one kind of stance I'm going to make. I don't think they're going to be okay. – I don't think they're going to out-scheme the Rams because I think that McVay – this is how much I, res- I respect McVay. I think and, – and similar to Kyle Shanahan um, when he was in Atlanta with that Super Bowl team – you know, there are offensive coordinators, I think, that can stack up against this Belichick defense. But the difference to me is always that Belichick's teams just execute. Yeah, and I just yeah. don't see the Rams offense because they're so young. I just don't see them yes. executing. Yes. Also, you know, against the Belichick team, if you're if you're if your strong point is a high flying offense, that's not good. Right. You know, if it's discipline, discipline, excuse me, and, and slow the ball down and play defense and not make the mistake, you're better off. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's why. The, on, yeah. Go ahead. That's why those uh, those Broncos teams that played um, you know, with with Pete, uh, Peyton Manning that had the really good defense with um, uh, Wade Phillips's defense is their their defense was nasty. And that was yeah. what the big, you know, the big difference was. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you got to rely on a seventy-yard bomb or, or your running back getting one hundred fifty yards and breaking two for fifty, yeah, I don't, I don't think it bodes well. I just don't. And you, you had asked me, what do I think the uh, the Patriots are going to try to take away? And we we said the run, and I do think that. But in terms of the passing, do you remember how those Patriots teams against uh, the old Manning teams they would take away anything deep, and they'd basically yeah. just make the computer like Peyton Manning take these these four and five yard completions. Right until and, until it gets boring and he wants to make the big play, right? And yep. he feels the urgency to make the big play, and then they, bam, yep, they they, they take the rug out, right? Yep. And you make that mistake, and they don't. And I think that they are going to try to take away Woods um, for the Rams in the passing mm. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're not going to be concerned about the tight ends. The tight ends aren't that good. I have Woods. It, he, this is an interesting thing to me. So I have Woods. For the Rams, in terms of computer projections, uh, projected to be the highest scoring receiver in the game at 15.8 points. That is a perfect candidate for me to to, to think that, you know, Belichick's going to go in there because they're going to have better analytics, frankly, than I have. Right. My, my analytics are all based on making money on DraftKings and mm-hmm. fantasy football. They actually have analytics based on on making the game. But, you know, the fact is that that these things do line up sometimes. I do have Woods having nice uh, receiving yards and can you know potentially get in the end zone. 
And so what does that mean? That means that, you know, the, the Patriots you know, could see that as a matchup. Um, that same kind of numbers, and they can say, you know what, let's take Woods away because he he gets a lot of explosive plays for the Rams. Let's make Reynolds beat us underneath, and uh, let's just man up on Cook. We'll put one of them Cordy's on Cook and uh, right. or Cooks, and uh, and then we'll stack the box. And so now you get double coverage on Woods. You get a stacked box, and then you're having Reynolds and Cooks run underneath. It's almost like you know New England Patriots 2005 versus the Indianapolis Colts. You know, right, right, yeah. So, I feel you on that. Yeah, so I, again, you know, I'm going to say in terms of DraftKings, I do have Woods at 15.8 points, um, which is the highest receiver total of the uh, of the week for me. But I think he is a a danger candidate to be locked down in double coverage all day. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I guess Brad, when we talk this time next week, we'll see um, whether or not that happened. I'm curious to see how these how these schemes are going to attack each other. Not only am I interested in watching. You know the the Super Bowl um, in in you know live actions. We'll see. I can't wait to get the all twenty two tape and just watch like from bird's eye view to see like what route trees are going against the defense and vice versa. So, uh, oh, and then at uh, at tight end, I have Gronk at an eleven. I don't have any of the Rams tight ends doing anything. I have four point three points mm. um, for Higby. So, eh. I think that um, in terms of the showdown roster, what I put together is I put together uh, Brady as my uh, captain, so he gets 1.5 point uh, bonus boost. I, I, if you recall, I had him projected at a 19.4. I thought about putting White there at an 18.9 as my uh, captain, but I decided I didn't need to. Um, I have Reynolds because I think he'll get a lot of catches and yards. Uh, I have Zerline actually at kicker because I think the Rams are going to be kicking more field goals than getting in the end zone. That's just mm-hmm. my my you know, my inclination, I think 21 mm-hmm. to nine at halftime is very possible. And that's good points for me. Um, I have golf as well in that roster. Uh, and then I did take woods, but I might trade him out for Gronk or somebody like that. Some other players that didn't quite make my favorite roster that I like this week. Uh, Burkhead, I think has big sleeper potential. He's been getting a lot of red line, uh, red zone carries. They tend to take Michelle out, uh, you know, in between, you know, with, from the 20, uh, basically when they get in the red zone. They'll take Michelle out and they'll go with White and Burkhead. So that's an interesting one. Uh, Goskowski I like. Uh, t- I think that the Patriots will be kicking some field goals this week. Hogan is pretty reasonably priced. The only reason I don't have Edelman in there, I do have him as a nice projection, but he's expensive. So I'm just mm. kind of keeping Edelman out because, you know, it is it is a budget. But if I'm playing or if, if you're playing like different stacks and everything, definitely put Edelman in there. I think he'll have a nice game. I just don't like him for the price when I can get other people. But like I said, I might take Woods out and replace him with some of these guys. So uh, it is, it is uh, possible. So, Brad, let's get to the prop bets. These are always interesting for me. Okay. All right. So, once again, I have this list. I got it on uh, BovadaSportsBook.com. So, you can go on to Bovada and check these out. Um, you know, as Brad, Brad actually made a bet <laughs> in the middle of the episode, which I love. That's what this podcast is all about. Uh, so, Brad, I'm just going to roll through these line by line. Um, and these are actually, these line up with some of my favorite and most popular ones anyway. So, National Anthem, Gladys Knight is singing it, over 1 minute and 47 seven seconds or under. Oh, I got to take the over, man. I think she's going to get out there and just revel in it. Give me the over. (laughs) (laughs) She's a ham, you know? She wants all eyes on her. That Gladys night. Oh, man. I'm going to take the under. That's why the pips aren't there. I'm going to take the under, man. It's it, I always end up taking the over on this. Like, you know, when uh, I think Christine Aguilera did one a couple of years ago, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be over. Oh, it's going to be over. And it never is over. So, I, I you know, a minute 40, I would feel better about the uh, the under if it was like two minutes or above, you know, because that's usually where these over-under things came in. But um, I think they've gone into some analytics. I think uh, minute 45 is going to be there. I'm always interested, uh, who's going to look at their hand, right, for the words? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He's going to pull the Michael Bolton move where they just look at their hand and like, oh, crap. A minute 47, that seems low. Did a young MC do it in 250? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, I think I'm going over, man. I'm going to bet that. And I'm going to cheer for it in front of my father. He's going to think I'm a degenerate. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I do. What do you I'm mean he's going to think you're a degenerate? Well, that's a good point. It's just going to further reinforce. Yeah, there you go. We're talking about reinforcement. All right, next one. Uh, what will the result of the uh, coin toss be, heads or tails? Well, I think there's a 50% chance that it could be heads. So I'm going to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> what if it lands and stays on its side, smartass? All right. That's true. All right, just to be provocative, I'll take the tails. All right, we got him back going here. Ten dollars. Right, who, who will got win it. the co- who will win the toss? Rams or uh, or Patriots? Um, I think the Rams win the toss. I bet they win the toss and they go crazy, like they celebrate. Yeah, they go nuts, and, and then they're going to defer. <laughs> yeah, it's their I'm, day. They win the toss. I'm going to take the Rams there just because I hope that happens, and then we can talk about it. You know, it's the funny thing is whoever wins this coin toss, they're just going to defer and take the ball in the second half. So it's like, yeah, who, who doesn't it, right? want the ball to start the game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so let's see here. Which coach, this is a good one, which coach will be mentioned first after kickoff? Belichick or McVay? Mm, well, I guess a lot depends on, on, I think whoever wins the toss and then they defer, that coach will be talked about. Yep. So I would assume it would be Belichick then, I guess, if we're picking the Rams to win and defer. Well, no, if the Rams win the toss and then he makes the decision right off the bat to defer, that's like the first coaching decision. Of yeah, the but day. it's after kickoff, though. It's not oh, after it's coin after toss. It's after kickoff. Kick it off. Hmm. So like so like after kickoff, then, you know, Brady's coming back or, or golf is coming out on the field. Who do they who are they talking about? Belichick. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. So we agree there. All right. Which um, let's see. What will the first offensive play of the game be, run or pass? I think it'll be a run, especially if the Patriots have the ball. I'm going to say pass. All right. I'm going to say pass there regardless. Although I got to say if the Rams get the ball first, I think smart. I think you have the smart money, Brad, because if the Rams have the ball first, they got to settle in golf, and to me that's got to be a run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. I'm going to stick with pass. I think it'll be a Patriot, and I think they'll pass. Um, you know what? No, that's stupid. I think it's going to be a run. I gotta look and see what the what the um, what the actual odds on that are because I gotta figure that's like a seventy five percent chance it's gonna be a run. Yeah. All right. Uh, right. I do too. For yeah. Sure. All right. So let me see because it's not like the Patriots are gonna come out and and just go for a bomb off the bat and that's not McVay's style either. It's gonna be a run. It's gonna be a run. that's the smart money's on that. Again, uh-huh, so I, we sure. have I have to I have to remind myself I'm gonna go on Bovada. I'm going to fund some more money into the account because I already spent all my money on the Patriots minus two and a half last week. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to I'm going to put some more money into the account and I'm going to do the Patriots minus a half point at halftime. And then I'm going to do a run because I just think that's a that's a slam dunk pick to me anyway. All right. Uh, so what do we got here? We have which team will commit the first penalty of the game? Mm, I'd have to go Rams. Yeah, me too. Discipline. Uh-huh. Discipline. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, I could see the game getting late into the third before the Patriots have a penalty. <laughs> I know. If anything, it's going to be like a like one of those. They're going to take a delay of the game just so their punter can have five right. extra yards. It's going to be the like a penalty of the game. Yeah, like a phantom one that actually shouldn't have been called. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Will there be a score in the first six and a half minutes of the game? 
Mm, mm, mm. Obviously, the odds are on that are, are no, right? I mean, if you took took no score, that that's where the the money is, right? Right, because the, the the game starts at zero. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say yes. I say the Patriots. Oh, I'm gonna say no, mm-hmm. because I think if the Patriots get the ball first, I think that they will um, they will just try to run the ball like they did against the Chiefs. And mm-hmm. if the uh, if the Rams get the ball first, I think they're gonna punt. So I'm going to say six and a half minutes. I think the Patriots will you know, control the clock. I think the Patriots will score in their first possession, but I think it'll take longer than six and a half minutes. So there you go. Okay. All right. What will be the first scoring play of the game? Is it going to be a touchdown or is it going to be a field goal or safety? I think the Patriots score a touchdown. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Uh, which team will score first, Patriots or Rams? Patriots. I'm with you. I kind of feel like you we're doing sold me on that first right half thing. What's that? You sold me on that first half, uh, Patriots. I know. We're going to come in. We're going to have all of these wrong based on my shit I, analysis. <laughs> I know. You got me with the peer pressure, man. You really got me on something there. I got so excited I had to make a bet. Now I'm all in. <laughs> Patriots. 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 <laughs> if, if this is your first time listening to the show, I will say that the analytics have been very accurate um, all season long. So. Um, and Brad, Brad, I mean, I forgot. Um, I think you've probably, in terms of the full season, now that you're ahead of me in the playoffs, you've probably actually pulled ahead in terms of uh, bets all season. But when Brad and I agree on a game, we're like 60% all season long yeah. against every game against the spread, including the playoffs. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I think I've been in the playoffs. I think I was, have I been 6-2 and two or 7-1? and one? Something No, like I that. think you're 7-3 and three at this point. Oh, 7-3. Okay, there have been 10, 10 games. You're right. You're right. Wait, wait, that's not so bad. No, man, you're doing – hey, man, playoffs against the spread, that's really good. I yeah. tend to not – like, I don't bet the playoffs a lot. I'll bet the Super Bowl, but I don't tend to bet, you know, like the divisional wild game round, wild card rounds because you never know what you're going to get. Like, did you think that Phillip Rivers was going to lose by, like, 40 points to the Patriots? Um, well, I think I did take the Patriots You did day. take the Patriots in that yeah, game? Yeah, I did, yeah. You but, know, I've, I've always, for some reason, I've done better in the playoffs. I can't explain it. I have a better feel for the – for, for these games, I don't know why. It's, it's Spe- been the case for Maybe a Maybe it's bit. all the Super Bowls you've been to. You uptown well, music yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> oh, man, it's a deep pull. That's a deep pull. I mean, like, we're we're a little bit older than the typical crowd here, but not that old. I know what you're talking about. Silver yeah. Spoon. Silver Spoon, baby. Alfonso Ribeiro doing breakdancing? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That, that thing was magic. It's something else when you're talking about Alfonso Ribeiro's show, and it's not the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It predates, right? Them. Right. Wow. Yeah, we just aged ourselves, yeah, dated ourselves. <sighs> anyway, right, moving on. Uh, which team will record the first quarterback sack? Uh, I would also have to go Patriots. It's got to be man. I don't think Brady's been even pressured the whole playoffs. I don't think. He, I think he's been hit once. Yeah, and I think that. I think they count that hit as that personal foul. Um, that was called against him where the guy farted it on his face a little bit. <laughs> Smelled his farts. They yeah. threw a flag. Tom Brady crinkled his nose. Man. That's 15. <laughs> yeah, he crinkled his nose. <laughs> 15 yards, baby. <laughs> All right. What's the main color of Adam Levine's top going to be? Is it going to be black or any other color? Uh, I'd have to go black all the way for sure. Yeah, it's got a, it, It's almost like um, it, it, Tiger Woods in his heyday when you would, you know, it's like is Tiger Woods going to win the major? Is it the rest of the field? So you get all of the color spectrum. Uh, but I'm going to go with black yeah, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, black, black it is. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, what will be the result of the first coach's challenge? Is it going to be an overturned or a play stands? I'm going to have to go play stands. What about you, Sean? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, I don't know. Who knows? What, what is the magic eight ball in Al Riveron's office going to say? Yeah, right? Depending on which way he spins it, man. Yeah, so bad. Rich. That guy's so awful. But I'll say play stands. Um, Gronk, will he score a touchdown, yes or no? I, I say yes. What about you? I'm going to say no. I think he'll get a lot of yards, but won't get in the end zone. It's just a guess, mm-hmm. that, you know. Mm-hmm. So Brad's at a yes. I'm a no. Uh, will Brandon Cooks score a touchdown? Uh, yeah, I would go with yes. I'm going to go with no on that. Mm-hmm. I think the Patriots will lock him down all game. Okay. Uh, I can see him getting a garbage one. Yeah, good call. Good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, will there be a successful two-point conversion in the game? Uh, I'm going to also go with yes. I'm going to go with yes, too, because I think the Rams are going to have some some ground to make up in the second half. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll be able to get in there. Will Tom Brady throw an interception? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with yes on that one. Only because he's they're able to make a, a, a mistake here and there by way of interception and, and still be okay. Yeah, I'm wavering on that one. I'm going to say yes just because of how physically talented the secondary is for the Rams. I think he'll throw mm-hmm. a pick. Mm-hmm. I think he'll throw one. Yeah. You know, it could be like an end-of-half Hail Mary or something like that, but he'll throw it at mm-hmm. the pick. Uh, will a kick hit the upright or crossbar during the game? Mm, I'm going to go with a no. I'm with you. No. That's an odd. Now, if the Bears were playing, I would say yes. Yeah, no kidding. The magnets. <laughs> maybe maybe the one kick will hit like four crossbars during the game. I mean, that's a rarity. You know, I mean, in, if 16 games are being played, maybe one of them has something hit the crossbow. Yeah. Crossbar, whatever it is. Yeah. Crossbow. Crossbow. Ninja Turtles. Uh, Elk hunting. Uh, Let's see. Will there be a flea flicker attempt in the game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You saying yes? I'm going to say no on that. Okay. I saw a couple flea flickers last week. I don't think they'll pull that out again. There's going to be some some guy throwing the ball downfield that isn't a quarterback at some point. That's that's what that's I think. That's a good game. I, I think I think Edelman will be, will be doing that. But. Yeah, whether it's a flea flicker, I don't I don't exactly know what defines that. Um, you throw it. Oh, you give it to the guy and he throws it back to the quarterback, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I do think I don't know if that's going to happen, but I do think somebody else is going to throw a pass downfield. Yeah. Yep. 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 I do, I agree with that, but the flea flicker will not. I don't think the flea flicker will happen. Uh-huh. Um, I don't either. You don't you don't see that happen? No, I'm sorry, back yeah. To it now. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. I remember that flea flicker option in like Madden on the, the old Nintendo system. Not Madden. I'm sorry. It was a Super Tech Mobile. Yeah, it always blew up in your face. Yeah, yeah. It that did. was tough to execute. <laughs> it was such a waste of a down. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, how many rushing yards will Todd Gurley have? The over under is seventy two and a half. Uh, you know what? I'm actually gonna take. I'm going to take the over only because I, I just feel like they're going to give them yards when it doesn't when it doesn't affect the outcome. I'm with you. You know, yep. you know like it's like it's like uh, who's that bloke from uh, Detroit that Trent that always throws for 400 yards. Oh, Stafford. Need anything? Stafford. Yeah, I feel like he at the end of the day he'll get his yards, but none of them are going to matter. As it uh, Parker, there's a re- there's a reporter. He goes on Colin Coward's show a lot, and he's he, he, he started. Yeah, Rob Parker. Yeah, and he he started calling Matt Stafford Stat Padford. Yeah, Stat Padford. I love Rob Parker. <laughs> he's no, great. I'm, I'm with you. I think Gurley will come back. I think I think Gurley. I don't know if he'll have a hundred, but I think he'll be over eighty. So I'll, I'll take the over there. We're both on that one. Um, I got maybe like five ish, a little bit more than five left here. So we have uh, how many receptions will Chris Hogan have? The over under is three and a half. 
Oh, I think you could take the over on that. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I, and you know, the, the Patriots always throw out some kind of wrinkle. I think that'd be a, a perfect one for this game. Uh, will any quarterback throw for more than four hundred yards this game? Uh man, I I'm gonna have to go with no. I'm with you. You know, I I, I see like three fifty to three eighty. I don't see four hundred. Even golf, and I think they're going to have to try to, you know, I, I think they're, I think they're going to have to throw the ball in the second half. Um, Four hundred, man, that's a lot to put up. That's a lot to put I up. See, I, I see the run game being the main influence in this game. Yep, I'm with you. Here's especially the, Sean. Sorry to interrupt. Especially if the Patriots come out ahead early, as we we both called it. Yep, agreed. Here, here are a, a couple of player versus player stat categories that are really interesting to me. So this is rushing yards, not total yards now. So receiving yards don't count. Rushing yards, who has more, James White or C.J. Anderson? Mm, this is receiving yards? No, this is rushing yards. No, receiving yards are not factored in. Ooh, ooh. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I think James White will have a ton of receiving yards. I just I just think C.J. Anderson will have more rushing yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be like C.J. Anderson might get 30 rushing yards, and James White might have like a stat line of like 120 yards receiving and 17 yards rushing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with you. I think White will have more total yards, but again, this is rushing yards. Um, here's another player-versus-player player category. Who will record more receiving yards, Edelman or Robert Woods? I think Edelman, man. I think he's going to come up big. So I, I I just I kind of talked about this during the uh, the draft um, I'm sorry the uh, the daily fantasy stuff I, I have Woods statistically projected to get more yards than Edelman comfortably, but something's just telling me that the Patriots are going to lock him down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with Edelman too because Edelman you can count on that 10 reception 100 yard game. You can right? Yeah, he's, he's going to be there. Is that going to be enough to to overtake Woods? Probably not if this is week 13 of the regular season, but this is a Super Bowl. I th- I think the Patriots are going to focus in on him. Uh, like I don't have any. My analytics aren't telling me that. This is my history of watching Belichick in, in big games. I think that they're going to try to take Woods away from the Rams. I think they're they're keying in on Woods and Gurley and letting Reynolds and Cooks try to do their thing. Um, so I will take Edelman. So I got two left, Brad. Let's see here. We have uh, how many times will Je- will Giselle Bunchen be shown during the TV pod or the TV game? Is it going to be over or under one and a half times? Oh, over, yeah. over. That's the easiest bet. That that right there is the easiest bet of the year. Where is that? Because I'm putting a hundred dollars. Oh man, Bovada there. Everything's there. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm on Bovada right now, and I don't see that. Yeah, I don't know because there's like there's a few different prop bet categories, but it's right, there. right. Over under that one. Uh, that one's there. I wonder if you could parlay that against the um. What was the other one that we we took before? Well, I already put that one in, so there's no going back from that. I got to parlay uh, a couple of these. Dude, I, I oh I the thought, run. It look, was the run. What's gonna be the first thing? I am. I'm gonna parlay those if I can put those together. I thought that would be like nine and a half. <laughs> nine and a, no, I would. Dude, I, I, I agree, man. Two two times they're gonna show her more than twice. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, way more than twice, especially if they win. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna be on TV all all day long. Hold on, let me. I just got excited. I can't find that one. There is a lot of categories on here, you know? Yeah, I know. There's a ton. Um, 
And there's a lot actually on uh, BovadaSportsbook.com. I was looking uh, just kind of at the main blog website, and there's like a ton of like articles and stuff. So there's a Trevor, treasure trove of, treasure trove of information there. But um, yeah, yeah, you got to check that out. It, it'll get on there. I'll, I'll find it and I'll direct link you a little bit. later. Okay, that'd be cool if you could do that, man. I'd like that. Yeah, for sure. I can't find it. Please do. And then, uh, well, this is an anticlimactic finish here. It's which team will win the Super Bowl. We already we already made that pick. So yeah, yeah. What did we say? I forget. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! So, do you think uh, here? Here's one for you. Do you think Brady retires? No way. Whether they win or lose, I don't think there's any way. Why? He loves it. He, he loves, loves it. it. And, and, and it. I think he. I think he wants to get to ten. Yeah, I could see that. You know, and uh, let's let's say they had it. Let's say he didn't retire, and they came out next year, and they went four and twelve, and the, just the wheels kind of came off. Then maybe we can have that discussion. But there is no way. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that probably wraps up the podcast. Um, I feel like we're going to make a lot of money this weekend, Brad. Dude, so I'm in Chicago, Land, Brad. The 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 temperature. So we record the we're recording this on Tuesday. I don't know when this is going to release. It's probably going to go out on like Wednesday or Thursday. But the temperature projected on Wednesday is the high is minus fifteen and the low is minus twenty three. Oh my God, that's hell on earth. <laughs> You know what? The, the funny thing is, is it does burn. I've been out in minus 20 degree. Not This isn't windshield, mind you. This is actual temperature. The windshield. Right, be, and the windshield is worse. The windshield could be as bad as minus 20, or I'm sorry, minus 60, they're saying. Six zero. Oh my God. That's, that's crazy. So, you know, I'm going to walk out just quickly just to feel it because I got to know what that does. But. Um, yeah, you got to test it for sure. The, the, I, so I had the, there was there was one other time when the temperature is that low. We had a minus twenty. This is like four or five years ago, and I went to um, I went to Starbucks, but I only get iced coffee. So I got an iced coffee, and I walk into jury duty. This is maybe like you know fifty yards from car into the to the thing. My the the tip of my finger froze. Froze like an ice cube. Hmm. And, and I, I couldn't believe it because I was holding the iced coffee and it was negative 20 degrees outside. Um, so that my index finger on my right hand froze like an ice cube. I didn't even know this was possible. So then I started worrying because it's the first time I'd ever been in such cold weather. I was worrying about the after effect. To this day, it will sting. Like it, Oh, is that right? Yeah, it killed it killed something in there just in that little wow. walk. So it'll, wow. you know, I'm not going to be out for long tomorrow, uh, you know, but I have to, I have to see. I have to see. Yeah, you got to test it for sure. Yeah test the limits man you gotta take yourself to new heights and that's what we're gonna do go out there shirtless all right all right everybody hey um i hope everybody uh you know look it's been a really successful nfl season for us brad and i aren't going anywhere uh, but you know i know a lot of people might be checking out because you're just uh, looking for daily fantasy stuff we are going to be bringing um you know baseball llama back regularly to be talking about fantasy baseball um and find some value there but brad and i are going to be talking uh, nfl football year round maybe getting some college stuff you know, that's it. Brad and I for betting. We, we tend to, to stick to the NFL. Um, you know, we're probably higher level with the uh, the NCAA. But look, you know, we have the NFL free agency coming up. Um, I want to do some division reviews, like what the heck happened in some of these divisions. Um, I want to do, uh, you know, some free agency, some NFL draft stuff. So we're going to be having a ton of NFL content. So don't leave us because we're going to be back here talking about the Super Bowl uh, next week. And then we're going to be getting into offseason stuff um, the weeks after that. So uh, you definitely check back. Brad, man, hey, man, it's been it's one hell of a season. 
Um, hopefully, we make some a lot of money uh, like we project ourselves to make this week. And I know we've been. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll go back and I'll start running numbers behind it. But you know, if if, if players, if people out there ran five dollars every single bet, I'm going to quantify that because I know we could have made uh, you know hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars for our audience. So uh, so hopefully, mm-hmm. some people took that uh, took that advice to heart. All right, man. Um, well, uh, Brad, you and I will talk next week. Everybody else out there, go out, get paid.